The Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Continuing on page 7. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Together the Benite on page 9. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 27 begins on page 371. The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, of whom then shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host of men were laid against me, yet shall not my heart be afraid, and though there rose up war against me, yet will I put my trust in him. One thing have I desired of the Lord, which I will require, even that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the fair beauty of the Lord and to visit his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall hide me in his tabernacle, yea, in the secret place of his dwelling shall he hide me and set me up upon a rock of stone. And now shall he lift up mine head above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in his dwelling an oblation with great gladness. I will sing and speak praises unto the Lord. Hearken unto my voice, O Lord, when I cry unto thee. Have mercy upon me, and hear me. My heart hath talked of thee. Seek ye my face. Thy face, Lord, will I seek. O hide not thou thy face from me, nor cast thy servant away in displeasure. Thou hast been my succor. Lead me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord taketh me up. Teach me thy way, O Lord, and lead me in the right way because of mine enemies. Deliver me not over into the will of mine adversaries, for there are false witnesses risen up against me, and such as speak wrong. I should utterly have fainted, but that I believe verily to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. 
O tarry thou the Lord's leisure, be strong, and he shall comfort thine heart, and put thou thy trust in the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the twenty-ninth verse of the thirty-fourth chapter of the book of Exodus. Now it was so when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, and the two tablets of the testimony were in Moses' hand when he came down from the mountain, that Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. So when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come near him. Then Moses called to them, and Aaron and all the rulers of the congregation returned to him, and Moses talked with them. Afterward all the children of Israel came near, and he gave them as commandments all that the Lord had spoken with him on Mount Sinai. And when Moses had finished speaking with them, he put a veil on his face. But whenever Moses went in with before the Lord to speak with him, he would take the veil off until he came out, and he would come out and speak to the children of Israel whatever he had been commanded. And whenever the children of Israel saw the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face shone, then Moses would put the veil on his face again until he went in to speak with him. Here endeth the first lesson. Together, Te Diem, Lademus, on page 10. We praise Thee, O God, we acknowledge Thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship Thee, the Father everlasting. To Thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To Thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of Thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son. Also the Holy Ghost, the comforter. Thou art the king of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting son of the father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, Thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hadst overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou safe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the third chapter of the second epistle of St. Paul to the Corinthians. 
Do we begin again to commend ourselves? Or do we need, as some others, epistles of commendation to you or letters of commendations from you? You are our epistle, written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Clearly, you are an epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh, that is, of the heart. And we have such trust through Christ toward God. Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. But if the ministry of death, written and engraved on stones, was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance, which glory was passing away, how will the ministry of the Spirit not be more glorious? For if the ministry of condemnation had glory, the ministry of righteousness exceeds much more in glory. For even what was made glorious had no glory in this respect, because of the glory that excels. For if what is passing away was glorious, what remains is much more glorious. Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech. Unlike Moses, who put a veil over his face, so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away. But their minds were blinded, for until this day the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament, because the veil is taken away in Christ. But even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil lies on their heart. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Jubilate Deo on page 15. O be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, 
was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who on the mount didst reveal to chosen witnesses thine only begotten Son wonderfully transfigured, in raiment white and glistening, mercifully grant that we, being delivered from the disquietude of this world, may be permitted to behold the King in his beauty, who with thee, O Father, and thee, O Holy Ghost, liveth and reigneth, one God, world without end. Amen. Grant to us, Lord, we beseech thee, the Spirit, to think and do always such things as are right, that we who cannot do any good thing, anything that is good without thee, may thee be may by thee be enabled to live according to thy will through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Happy uh, Feast of the Transfiguration which is our, on our calendar today, and it's, it's a big feast because we're celebrating um, the fact that uh, the, the revelation of Jesus and all he is and the fact that um, it's something we look forward to and, a, and an attainment not of what he is, but uh, to be like him. So in Exodus, what, ha what happened here, uh, Moses went up into the mountain, and the first time he went up and the people got upset, were, you're aware that they sinned and they made the golden calf, and Moses came down and uh, threw the tablets at them. and then, um, So the second time, they were more contrite, and he went up for the 40 days. And when he came back, his face was glowing with the glory of God. And so his, his practice was when he faced the people, he would take the veil off. And when he faced God, he would take the veil off. But other than that, he kept the veil on because it was uh, too bright for them. But um, as we'll learn from St. Paul, it was also fading. So that's what the... Um, the glory of God was um, was shown on Moses' face. And so I think even in our personal lives, when we have a, a good time of con contemplative prayer or we spend some time just meditating on on our Lord, then we, um, 
we kind of have a feeling or a, a, a presence of spirit, a spirit about us. I don't know if you felt that yourself. I'm probably pretty sure you did. So that's something that happens for us. And because we have the spirit in us, that, that stays with us. So um, Paul writes a lot about this, um, this, this glory. And he talks about uh, Moses, who had a veil over his, his face. Um, and then when he would communicate, it was, um, it was like only a Moses could go and communicate. He, he would talk to God, and then he would speak for God to the people. And then, so Paul writes in the 14th and 15th verse of our passage in 2 Corinthians, he talks about the same veil remains, but he talks about it being a veil that lies over their hearts, and it was the veil of unbelief. And the Israelites didn't grasp the glory of the Old Testament. It was because of their unbelief. And as a result, the, um, the, old, the meaning of the Old Testament was obscure to them. And so... Um, just like it was obscure to the people of Moses' day, it's obscure to the people who are not believers and would and would stay with the old the Old Testament, uh, the Jewish people who stayed with the Old Testament beliefs, even though Jesus had been presented. And um, lost my point there. Okay, um, when we turn to the Lord, here it is. When we turn to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Um, I think I remember my point now. The Old Testament was not a bad thing was we learned as we go through morning and evening prayer and we live the life of prayer we realized that god has always been one and the old testament was to draw us to into relationship with god and the jews their their task was to bring us into it by living their faith and and they failed in that task and then uh, jesus came and, and perfected it and so now we all live in the house of the lord uh, in the in the presence of god through the holy spirit so when we turn to god the veil's taken away and that's an important thing for us to remember. And when we see God, it's, uh, we see him with an unveiled face. But Paul writes about in verse 18, we, we, it's like a mirror. We see the glory of the Lord. So we can hold the mirror up to our face and see, uh, you know, all the parts of our face. But a mirror in those days wasn't like, you know, what we think of as a mirror. It was a polished steel. So even though you could see yourself, you saw yourself um, with a little bit of hazy in it. It wasn't like a perfect view. And so what we're holding on to is the perfect view is that that is to come. And so um, in, in the different other difference in verse 18, it wasn't just Moses, but all the believers who have this, this uh, ability to be in the presence of God with unveiled face. So um, we have nothing obstructing our vision of Christ because everything that he did is revealed in our scriptures. So um, the, our, the final thing, I think, is that in... Our plan is to be in the same image of Jesus, to let the Spirit of God uh, change us, transform us, and um, as Paul wrote, from glory to glory. So one level of glory to another level as we as we continue to walk in Jesus. Um, the more people, more we grow in our knowledge of Christ, the more He is revealed in our lives. So I, I think that's an important thing for us to hang on and, and stay with Jesus and, and allow Him to grow in our lives. Um, I like the verse in, in uh, our psalm today that kind of fits with the pattern, with the, the whole idea of um, transfiguration. And, and um, David wrote, one thing I have desired of the Lord, which I will require. And I used to bother me that he said I will require uh, because I thought he was requiring God, something of God. But I think he's requiring of himself that he uh, do this, even that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And this is the part that really fits in with today's lesson, to behold the fair beauty of the Lord 
and to visit his temple. So as we move into church this morning, um, as we go to our Eucharist service, we'll, we'll uh, conclude our morning prayer. I have two prayers that I'd like to conclude with. Beginning with the prayer for Sunday morning. O God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, vouchsafe us this day such blessing through our worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy service, through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God of peace, who has taught us that in returning and rest we shall be saved, in quietness and confidence shall be our strength. By the might of thy spirit, lift us, we pray, pray thee to thy presence, where we may be still and know that thou art God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Great to be with you again this morning. Thank you to my co-leader, Chris. Um, have a great transfiguration and uh, a, a time in, in the house of the Lord today. Thanks, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Thank Thank you so you. much. Deacon Bob, Thank could I you. speak to you for a little bit after? This is Jan. Yeah, who just said that? Was that Jan? Jan, sure. Yeah, thanks. Jan, let me, um, you want me to call you? Uh, yeah, that'd be good. Okay. I'll be off the recording that way. I'll call you in a minute. Okay. Okay, thanks.